Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. We're continuing our series of podcasts today called Harder Things. In fact, this may be the last episode of Harder Things we have because this past week we finished the book of Ephesians on Sunday. We've been looking at Ephesians for the last five months or so. And it's been a really long, really good, really deep book. It's taken us a long time to get through it. We really went slow through chapter 6 of Ephesians because it talks about the armor of God, and and that's really important in what we do as Christians. And so we finished looking at chapter 6 this past Sunday. And there's one aspect of chapter 6 that I think is another harder thing, and it's this idea of perseverance. Paul mentions two P words to finish this armor of God study. The first one he mentions is prayer. He says in verse 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. So we spent a lot of our sermon this past Sunday talking about how important prayer is. And prayer is crucial, and I don't think we can overstate how important prayer is. We all need to pray more. We all need to realize the power of prayer more. Prayer is that thing that we really equip ourselves with, with God's strength, because that's us going to God, realizing our inabilities and his ability, and asking for God's help. And he gives it to us when we seek him in prayer. And then Paul says this, he says, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. That's the second P. And perseverance is another harder thing. I think you and I can do hard things for a short amount of time without great difficulty. If you've ever helped someone move, it's kind of that same thing. You you offer up your time for a few hours on a Saturday. You go and help them move in the morning. You eat lunch and you're done. And we know what it's like to gear up for something hard for a couple hours or maybe a day or a couple days. But perseverance really is the idea of never quitting until you're done. You just keep going and going and going and going until you reach the finish line. And that definitely is a big part of the Christian race because perseverance has to be a part of every Christian. There's not an aspect of Christianity where you do it for a season of your life and then you let it go. So you gear up for a missions trip or you gear up to evangelize or you gear up to come to church for one straight month or six months and then you go, there, God, here you go. I did it for a while. I really worked hard. Here's my Christianity. Now I'm going to go back to what I was doing. No, that, that doesn't work. Perseverance is what makes all the difference in the race. We've learned that ever since we were young in this little tale we've been told. It's not a biblical tale, but maybe it does represent something biblical. It's called the tortoise and the hare. And the tortoise and the hare story, as most of you know, there's two runners. There's a tortoise who's really slow and a hare who's really fast. And they line up to race. And the hare knows what's going to happen. He's going to win because he's so much faster. And he does. He gets off to a really big lead against the tortoise. And then he rests because he's in such a big lead that he doesn't need to worry about the tortoise And so he rests, he takes a lot of nap, he plays, he forgets about the race, and little by little, the tortoise just keeps moving along. And once the hare realizes that the tortoise is getting close to him, he just runs really fast again, gets a big lead, and rests again. Well, this kind of happens for the entire story, is he just keeps running really fast, gets a lead, takes a break, the tortoise catches up because he doesn't stop. But what happens in the last part is the hare forgets, or he falls asleep, I don't remember what happens. And the tortoise just keeps moving along. And by the time the hare realizes that the tortoise is actually now ahead and close to the finish line, by the time he tries to run and catch the tortoise, it's too late. The tortoise actually beats the hare. And it's not because he was faster, certainly. It's because he persevered. That whole story is about perseverance, not about who's faster, not about who's more talented. And that really, we find that in the Christian race. You can't just say 
to God, I'm going to do my Christianity for one season and that'll be enough. No, the Lord says, no, you have to persevere until the end. There's, it's like a big long race and at the end there's a piece of tape and if you cross the piece of tape, you get the prize. And every runner knows what that's like. Every runner, even Olympic runner, no matter how fast they are, Usain Bolt or whoever you want to use it as an illustration, they can't just run for three quarters of the race and then quit. No matter how big their lead is, if they step off the race and they don't finish, they don't get any prize, do they? They don't get gold, medal, or bronze. Excuse me, gold, silver, or bronze. They don't get any medals. It's the same with every other sport. If you play well for three quarters of a basketball game or three quarters of a football game or one half or one half and a half of a soccer match, it's not enough. You have to finish. You have to end well. That's Most of sports, honestly, is kind of the opposite. You don't really need to watch the first three quarters. You just need to watch the end because whoever plays well at the end is going to win. And that's the idea of perseverance is that you and I have to keep on going no matter what. And the idea in the context of this is what Paul has been telling us with the armor of God. Okay? We're fighting a really strong enemy. He's the devil. He's strong. He's powerful. He's determined. He's equipped. He's been around for a long time. He really hates Christians. He's really taken this fight to Christians. He really wants to destroy us. And so he says, you've got to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. You've got to put on the full armor of God. And so we learned all the pieces of the armor, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of readiness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. You've got to use them all. And then Paul ends by saying, pray at all times in the spirit. And to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. You cannot give up. So not only do you need God's strength, not only do you need the whole armor of God, but you need it every single day until the end. And that perseverance puts that nice bow at the end to say, listen, it's not just today you need it. It's every day for the rest of your lives. I play this little game with my children that I, I just made up as we went through the pieces of armor and we got to this idea of perseverance. I just made up this game right on the spot and it kind of worked. And I just said to my children, maybe you guys remember the old game about high five. You know, someone says, give me a high five. And then they say, give me a low five. And then they say, give me a side five. Well, I do that with my children from time to time. Only this time was different. I, was, I wanted to teach them perseverance. So I said to my children, I said, kids, I want you to get my high five. I want you to high five daddy no matter what it takes, okay? If it's high, I want you to give me a high five. If it's low, I want you to give me a high five. No matter where it is in the room, I want you to give me a high five. And so my children were really amped about this, really excited to do this game. And so I started off easy. I said, give me a high five. They all came up and gave me a high five. I said, give me a low five. They all came up and gave me a low five. And then I said... Okay, I want wherever the high five is, I want you to get it. So I put it up on the wall. And not high enough where they would get injured, but I put it up on the wall and they had to climb pieces of furniture to get up and give daddy a high five. And so they did. And I kept doing that with them. I put the high five underneath underneath a couch cushion. They had to rip the cushion off, give daddy a high five. And I just kept finding places to put my high five. And the kids loved it because they had to they had to persevere in order to get the high five. And the point of the game was don't stop. The point of the game was do it no matter what it takes. And they learned it even in that short illustration that that's what it takes in Christianity. To do the will of God, you have to do it no matter what, no matter how long it takes, no matter where it is. And isn't the Christian disciplines very much that way? We, we should study the Bible and pray when we're feeling good, when we have a good amount of time, when we're on top of our schedule. Of course, we should study the word of God and pray. But what about when it's hard? Do we give up then? 
Do we not do it when it's hard? Do we not pray when it's hard? Do we not study the Bible when we're suffering or some sickness or some death in the family happens? No. In fact, you can say we might need it more there than ever. And that's really what separates us from everyone else is there's a lot of people who are doing religion as a part of their week. It's segmented into a Sunday or a Saturday, and they do it for a couple hours, and they feel very religious. But when you go to Scripture, it says meditate day and night, pray without ceasing, do all things in all circumstances. You know, it says all, every, all of you, don't quit. And that's what separates us from everyone else, is that you and I have to persevere, not just do it for a day or one day out of seven we got to do it at all times. And the Bible sets this before us as a doctrine that those who persevere until the end are the only true Christians. Those who persevere and finish their race are the only ones who can actually say in the last day, I was of Jesus. Because Christians don't run for a while and then give up. They run until they reach the prize. And the Apostle Paul taught us that in Philippians chapter 3. Listen to what he said, and he was a really mature Christian. If he is in the tail of the tortoise and the hare, the Apostle Paul is the hare. He's way out of head of everybody else, and he could have quit and been ahead of everybody else for a long, long time. But this is what he says in Philippians 3, 13 to 14. He said, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Do you notice what Paul is saying there? Regardless of what yesterday was, yesterday remains there. It doesn't matter today. Today I have to move forward. Today I got to make steps forward. Yesterday is yesterday. Whether I had a lot of successes or failures or a mix of the both, it's in the past. I don't cling on to what lies behind. I strain forward to what lies ahead because I have to press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's maturity right there. To not only say, I have run well, I am running well, but to say, I need to continue running well because I'm not there yet. If any of you guys know what it's like to work out, right? There's a discipline in working out that most people use who know what they're doing to say, I have to do a little bit for the rest of my life. And there's a few morons like myself who say, you know what, I haven't worked out for eight months. So the next time I work out, I'm going to punish myself. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do this many push-ups and this many sit-ups. I'm going to bench this much weight. I'm going to run this much. And I'm going to be very in shape by the end of this. And are we in shape? No, we're not in shape. We feel like we're in shape because we hurt. Our muscles are crying. <laughs> but we're not really in shape. But what we've taught ourselves is that, oh, you know, no pain, no gain. So I'm just going to punish myself for one day or two days or a week. And then I'm going to feel very in shape. But that's not being in shape. Being in shape is doing something you can do for the remainder of your life. You know, so you don't kill yourself every day. You, you do a little bit every single day of your life. But you do it every single day. You wake up and do it no matter if you're feeling good or feeling not good. Or if you're tired or if you're busy, you do it no matter what. Those are the people that are in shape. Because their body has tr been trained to do certain things and be a certain way at all times. And the people who don't work out for months and then try to kill themselves in one day aren't in shape at all. And that's kind of a good illustration for Christianity is no matter where we are, no matter what we have done up to this point, we have one goal 
to take what the Lord has given us, to take what he has taught us, to put his will into practice for the rest of our lives starting today. And that doesn't mean, you know, pray eight hours today, study the scripture for four hours, go to church, you know, every single day, every single hour, be in the church building, on your knees. What it means is practice your Christianity every single day. Pray every single day. Get in the scriptures every single day. Gather with the church as much as they have the doors open. Be with the church. Be with God every single day because you need to persevere. Not just show God, hey, I'm a little bit interested in your Christianity. But to say to the Lord, Lord, I'm finishing my race with your strength, with your armor. I'm going to do what you have called me to do. I'm going to strive to do your will, and I'm not going to give up until I reach the finish line. That's what Paul said. I strain forward. I press on toward the goal. I don't just say, oh, I've run well up to this point. I'm done. No, I haven't reached the end of my race. And I think that's maybe what he means by stay alert. He says, keep alert with perseverance. Well, when you're staying alert, you're aware of the race. You're aware that the race is not over yet. See, in Christianity, we have no idea when our race is coming to an end. Most runners do. Most runners say, I'm running, you know, 200 meters or 800 meters or 13.1 miles or 26.3 miles. They know how long their race is and they're pacing themselves for that race. But with Christians, we don't know how long our race is. Our race could be ended today. This could be the last leg of our race, earnestly, honestly. And... We need to run as if today is the last leg of our race. So we need to run because we don't know where the end of our race is. But we also need to consider in our minds that the race could go much, much longer and that we may need to run much, much longer because we don't know when the end of our race is. We don't know if the Lord Jesus will come back, if he'll call us home today, or if we need to go another 20, 30, 50 years on this earth. So what do we need to do? We need to run every day as if it's the end, but also convince our own minds and hearts to say, I'm going to run tomorrow. I'm going to run the day after that. I'm going to pace myself so that I can run every day like this until the end. I'm going to get into scripture. I'm going to pray. I'm going to have the full armor of God on. I'm going to fight the devil. I'm going to be with the church. I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to be holy in my attitude and my conduct. And the Lord's going to see me running when he comes back. Because when he comes back, that's the end of the race. And I will cross the finish line. And when I cross the finish line, I'm done. I'm done. And Hebrews tells us this. The book of Hebrews tells us that there's an eternal rest coming. In fact, the reason God made the Sabbath day, you know, the seventh day when he created the world, on the seventh day he didn't create anything, he just rested. And all of us know that's not because God needed to rest. He did that for our sake, to show us that we do need rest, that we do need a Sabbath, we do need a day that's different than the other days to rest and recoup and relax and get our strength so we can get back up and the other six days run and struggle and fight in the Christian life. But he says in Hebrews, there's an eternal Sabbath coming. There's an eternal rest coming. And really what he's telling us is that once you get to the end of the race, you're done running. You're done struggling. You're done fighting. There's an end coming, Christian. I think that's where we got the term rest in peace. When you come to the end of your race, the end is here. You don't need to struggle anymore. You don't need to fight anymore. You don't need the armor anymore. But you don't know when that is coming. It could be today, honestly. It could be today. The end could be very, very, very close. And you need to run as if 
today could be the last leg of the race. But you also need to consider that if the Lord tarries, if I stay on this earth for a lot more, a long more time, I need to run then as well. I need to persevere. I need to keep running and never stop until my Lord calls me home. And when I get to the rest, it's rest forever. And I'm going to be honest. I want to get to the rest being exhausted. I don't want to get to the rest having been rested. I don't think that even makes sense biblically. I don't even think that works. I don't even think you can get to the eternal rest being rested. I think the only people who get the rest in the end are those who are tired and struggling because of the race and the fight they've been in all their lives. And God says, listen, keep going. There's a rest coming. The race is almost over. You can do this. You can finish. Use my strength. Use my armor. Go forward in this battle because the rest is almost here. And when it's here, it will never go away. The rest will never end. The Sabbath will be eternal. You'll have rest for the rest of your lives, which is forever and eternity with your God. And all of this to say today, Christian, persevere. Persevere. I don't know how well you've run up to this point. Maybe it's been very good. Maybe for the last several months or years, you've been running well. And here's the application for you is keep going. Keep going until the end, until your Lord comes back. Don't stop. Get the high five no matter what. For those who haven't run well, or maybe it's been a herky-jerky up and down kind of roller coaster ride for the past several months or years or whatever, your application is the same. Forget what lies behind and strain forward to what lies ahead. If today is the day in the race when you start saying to yourself, I'm going to run. I'm going to run as if the end is very near. And I'm going to run as if the Lord wants to see me running when he comes back. I'm going to run. I'm going to persevere until I finish my race. That's what Jesus did. That's what Paul did. That's what all the saints did in scripture. And I want to do that as well. So start today. That's the great thing about new mercy and grace that God gives us is regardless of what we've done up to this point, we can be different today. We can persevere today. We can start putting into practice the things God has taught us today. If we haven't been equipped with the armor of God, we can start today. If we haven't fought in the strength that God provides, we can start today. If we haven't disciplined ourselves to get into scripture and prayer, we can start today. If our church attendance has been flaky, we can start today by making new habits and practices. But Christian, persevere. Take everything God has taught you up to this point and persevere. Discipline yourself for the rest of the race until you reach the prize because one day you will reach the prize if you persevere and your Lord will be glorified by that running and you will reach the eternal rest and God will give that rest to every single person who followed his son until the end. And I hope that inspires you, encourages you, and gives you hope and strengthens your legs to go another leg of the race today and into the future. Remember what we've been taught. Put on the armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might and keep going until the end. Many blessings. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.